0: and welcome back to the revolutionary wrestling podcast for our review results and ratings if we watched it of wwe crown jewel 2022 i am joined this evening by a nine-time champion to my well you're left my left i guess
1: yeah let's go with that chicken <laughs> uh yeah
0: yeah yeah
1: uh man i was really hoping i could Slap that damn title on my shoulder tonight, but just well, you know who else can do
0: that? The former champ, one yeah. Phil Koe, who you'll notice is absent from this broadcast. But you know who is here? The non Coppa friendly, the quadruple distilled, non chill filtered Tony fucking G, and your new revolutionary wrestling podcast champion for the fourteenth. Time, no longer a thirteen unlucky time champion. Now your current reigning defending fourteen time RWP champion.
1: Congrats, congrats. Yes,
0: thank Just you. Just eked much. it uh, out.
1: Eked it out. I made it. Eked I made...
0: it. Eked it. You know what? I would have even had the fucking tiebreaker had it come down to that. All right.
1: Yeah, that's true.
0: And I almost called the one that I got wrong. I almost called that one too. But we'll get in. We'll get in.
1: Yeah, one. yeah. We'll get in all those.
0: Fair, uh, so folks, uh, if you missed it, uh, about eleven a.m. this morning, kicked off Crown Jewel 2022 in Saudi Arabia. This had some big match fights on it, honestly, and I, I tried to watch as much as I could. I got about three fourths of it, so you're gonna have to clue me in on some of the sure. some of the happenings on a few of these matches. But I got I got pretty much uh, the gist of the important stuff.
1: Yeah, so uh, the show opened with. Um, some big meaty boys kicking off the show which god i really thought this might have been the show opener i almost called it as our our tiebreaker and i was like no they'll do the they'll do the women's tag they've done that so many times like that makes sense to me Uh, but no it opens with brock versus bobby
0: Now, I yeah, I was kind of thinking the same thing, too. I thought for a fleeting second, maybe this will open just so Brock can get the hell out of there. But, nah, this is too big to put to the open. Sure enough, that was the plan. Brock opens this thing up to uh, get the hell out of Dodge as soon as his match was over. And this was, uh, you know what, this was a good one to start with retrospectively because this is going to be, other than Roman Reigns and, and Logan Paul, really your biggest name is easily brock lesnar so start strong because it's not like they brought any legends back you didn't have a goldberg obviously no undertaker so this was as big name as it got outside of your undisputed universal champion so this makes sense and this match overall was the quintessential brock lesnar once every once in a while match It it had all the big spots the barricade spear you know, oh, there's a slight injury. And I mean, really, what? Less than 10 total different moves.
1: And it, yeah, you shouldn't be doing too much more with these these guys. Honestly, it's just no,
0: you don't need to like this, Brock you don't Lesley need and a Goldberg.
1: Yeah, you don't need really, a 20 minute marathon on this match. Like no, this we, didn't
0: need to be a Broadway, yeah. obviously. And especially considering now these guys have fought twice. Uh, Bobby Lashley picked up the W the first time with a bunch of chicanery. This time Brock Lesnar gets the W. And There's nothing really wrong with this match. Uh, Honestly, the timing was a little off in a few spots, but Brock knows his way around and has enough depth perception that he's usually able to save stuff when it's about to go awry. So, you know, I I really don't have any complaints about this one. This one was good uh, for what it was. Now... Given that, I do want to see a trilogy between these guys, Mm -hmm. and we kind of talked about this. There needs to be some fucking stakes. Now, I don't think you're going to see a title match on the line, but I I think this would be a great one to have at WrestleMania as a a close-up to a trilogy of matches between these two guys.
1: Yeah, um, and and I think Bobby's already hinted at this. the The feud's not over, and I I think I already saw a couple of things on social media. Them like hyping up a uh, you know future match. We'll see when it comes. You know, either Rumble, WrestleMania, whatever that turns into. I tell you what though, I just hope it's got more intensity. Like I I Agreed. I feel like this this one. They were kind of phoning it in. It's the opener of of the Saudi. Yeah. Maybe there's some jet lag. I don't know. Uh, overall, he gave the match two and a half. Like it wasn't Ooh. bad, but okay. I just I just didn't care. It just it. Neither of them seemed like they cared too much. It just yeah. It was I don't know.
0: Yeah, to a to an extent, I agree with that. Like it's the opener. There's nothing on the line, and yeah, it's two guys that have been champions multiple yeah, like, times so like i said man. if we're
1: going to do a rubber match on this they one of them needs to have a belt now granted you're not going to see anything come off a of roman right so right. it's it's got to be the u.s belt or or you know are they going to do something with I, the intercontinental championship at this point,
0: young gunther like a, brock lesnar it would be a demotion I mean, you could say it's yeah. adding legitimacy to the title, but for Brock Lesnar at this point in his career, yeah, it is it's a clear demotion. So at this point, this is one of those things where you could really make a strong argument for something like a legends title. Like you bring if you if Undertaker was still coming in, you know, or, or Goldberg, he's still got a few matches he'll probably end up doing. Lesnar works a pretty light schedule. Like those are the kinds okay. of guys Do a we legends do we need title to title would actually make sense?
1: Do they need to go all AEW and just make a belt for everything?
0: No, God, they need to, (laughs) they need to axe about half the belts that they have right now. But if you're going to do something different, like that would make sense, but I I don't want to water it down and it would be kind of a fuck you to a Brock Lesnar because he is still world championship caliber, but yeah, I, I, it's not going to be for the world title. So you've got to put the stakes. It's got to be for something better than a belt. And now neither one of these guys has to retire. So you can't really go that route. I don't know. They're going to have to get creative. They've got to put some stakes on the line. It could be the main event of a night one if you're going to do it at a WrestleMania. But I, I even then, it's got to have something on the line.
1: Got to so, have a better build.
0: Yeah, better build for sure. Now they did, they did work the knee a little bit, and he did get the hurt lock on him, and he got out of it. But overall, yeah, it was pretty, it was pretty cut and dry. I gave it three two, five.
1: Okay, you're pretty generous. I liked it,
0: I yeah. liked it, but yeah, it, it didn't have. It wasn't a blow off. So, yeah, I, I do. It left me wanting more for sure.
1: Absolutely. Uh, Next match, uh, women's tag team. Again, I just missed it by a by yeah. a freaking hair. I thought this would be the opener. But uh...
0: I really wish I would have gone with my my first instinct on this, because when Oscar and Alexa Bliss, my girl representing on these belts just the other day, I'm like, did they seriously put the belts Oops. on them? Just so Just they can drop them, them at Saudi Arabia, so that they can say, "Hey, we did a title change in Saudi Arabia." I'm like, "No, no, okay, so no, 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 no." They're not going to do that. Sure as shit, that's exactly what they did. Damage control, picking up the W here and the belts in. Well, let's be frank. This was all right. Yeah, I, I didn't catch the whole thing, and what I saw wasn't bad. Uh, you you made mention Alexa had a great. Uh spot Check, there. Yeah,
1: that code red. Wow. Yeah. Uh, that sunset flip bomb. Damn. It, it looks, looks a little preposterous
0: her doing that, but damn, it was good.
1: Yeah, it was great. I was like, "Whoa, where'd that come from?" Uh, she had a really cool tornado DDT that you know usually those get oversold a little bit, but no, like it it actually looked a little natural on there. Um, I thought Alexa looked really strong in here. Other the one thing with Alexa that bothers me, she's always waving her arms. Um, whenever she runs, that's a little distracting for me. But outside of that, like she was on point tonight. Um, I thought she was doing a great job. I love they did the little. uh uh, they did a pre-show in- interview, and you get the little Bray White tease, and the TV behind her, and and you know she kind of looked at the TV and kind of had that like I'm annoyed but scared look, you know that like they're still hanging on to all of these different storylines, so we don't know what's going to happen with her, which kind of makes it more fun. In the fact that she was actually like she was on point, that her timing was great. You know there was a couple of little things which everybody has in a in a match, but overall I thought she was I thought she was spot on.
0: No, totally fair. I, you know, she doesn't, she gets a lot of criticism because of her size. Now, I, mm-hmm. I can totally understand it. And like I said, it looks a little preposterous on some of the stuff that she does. Because when she really hit her peak, when she was the champion, it was because it was in spite of her size. She had help. She used backwards tactics. When she's a baby face and she dominates her opponent, like, no, that doesn't make nearly as much sense. But this is post paranormal activity alexa bliss so you've really got to suspend disbelief and i i've always liked her regardless of what she does she commits to her role no matter what so I, I really appreciate her for what she's able to do and even though she's undersized she's a damn fine worker i, I got no complaints with her it's nice to see oscar back in the fold because she's <laughs> such a solid in-ring talent and i really don't have a lot of complaints about damage control frankly like there's something you could do with them as the champs i i like it and i, I I actually do like the idea of them having the belt, so I have no problem with this.
1: Yep. Um, and so, yeah, they they overall uh, uh, damage control takes the win. I other than the ending, I thought the ending started getting a little clunky. Um, but overall, I thought this was pretty good. I'm gonna give it a three point five.
0: I'm gonna I'm gonna give it a conservative three. Uh, you know, it was fine. Uh, they're hindered in what they can do, and mm-hmm. given the fact that they played hot potato with the belts just to do this that yeah that's
1: that's annoying you should lose 0.25 for that so i'll I'll go 3.25 is that
0: yeah That's they deserve
1: to lose points on that because this is which you
0: know had you done this match on like say survivor series and not played hot potato with the belts i i I think it would have driven the point home a lot easier so i you know i have no complaints overall but uh, i would have done it slightly different
1: yeah um I don't know we'll see what what continues on as we head into you know the next pay-per-view and whatever shenanigans. It's hard to tell, like
0: especially not you're right. I like what they're doing with Alexa, not letting you know what the fuck they're actually gonna do with her. I, I maintain I think it's a misdirect. I, I think they're teasing her, turning back into scary bliss. Yep. I think I, I'm hoping and praying this time around it's Liv Morgan because I always felt like she was better suited for that role I anyway. Mean, now, don't get me wrong, Alexa nailed it with how she portrayed the character. She committed to it full force, but I always felt like that would have been much more ideal for a Liv Morgan. So we'll see. I hope it's a misdirect and they go that route this time because we've seen it. We've seen it with Alexa. And we still don't even know what they're doing with Bray Wyatt. And you'll have to fill me in on that because I missed the Bray Wyatt segment, but we will get there shortly enough.
1: Can we just get it out of the way? It was the same thing as every time he comes out. It's just me being a real guy. You know, it is. I'm I'm Bray Wyatt, uh, and he got a little bit more amped up and charged up, and and his tone is changing a little bit. But like it's, and then all scary mask face on the TV right. says a bunch of garbly gook that nobody knows what the hell he's talking about, and that's it. It's it's it. We're doing it. This is what the fifth time now. Like the first two times were kind of cool. The third time you're like, uh, uh, all right, like what are we getting at? um
0: it, it's permeating, like they're building to something here, they're teasing it, but they're not giving away any details on what they're actually gonna do. You know what the m- most, they're leaving you guessing.
1: The most disappointing part was the voice behind the scary mask guy was Bray's voice. So we're you,
0: but I, that doesn't necessarily mean that the character's gonna be Bray. I know, like there's so many misdirects like, with how we're we doing this. Do a Bray I like versus that. Bray.
1: Like,
0: you're this. you're right to an extent, like nothing is being solved. He's feuding with himself. Mostly here, and if it ends up just being him, that's gonna be a little disappointing. Just another iteration, of him. Yeah, I'm gonna be mm-hmm. disappointed. the The rumors of it being fucking Malachi Black, I doubt are gonna end up being true. Although Uncle Howdy does slightly look like him, uh, it could be a uh, fucking his his un- actual uncle Barry mm-hmm. Wyndham. It it could be Bo Dallas's brother. I, I don't know. I'm I'm intrigued. I'm interested. I I want to see the the finale of this this faction coming together and the beautiful part of it you're annoyed with it but it's still just fucking bray wyatt but you know there's a faction being built here you know there's people coming together and eventually it's i'm just impatient be a faction
1: yeah i'm just getting impatient with it right, it's right. not that i don't like the idea of it's just it's like sure. stop giving me the same shit like i'm not right. gonna no, tune, I, I, i'm not gonna I, I tune agree. in to watch that it's the same thing
0: but it's still usually if it's not the roman reigns and the bloodline segment Bray Wyatt still has the other best segment on the show even though he's saying nothing
1: and it takes 20 minutes just to get yes. to the ring.
0: Yes, and I, you know, I I still I still have a soft spot for Bray. I'm not old I'm I'm not over it yet. I can definitely understand why people are though
1: yeah it's it's getting to that point um we might be going a little out of order I'm just gonna follow what this That's uh fine. the the screens got popped up just to make it easier on us uh oh, Phil
0: got his one point I think he only ended with one point uh on that damage control match yeah by accident. yeah
1: by accident got that one but that was early <laughs> and so we were all tied at one after two matches yeah. in we're like oh no oh no what oh, if Phil god. does pull us out <laughs> God.
0: oh my god this match. Fucking Omos versus Mm. Braun Strowman.
1: It was almost good.
0: I swear to God, (laughs) this blew my mind because I had such low expectations. Mm -hmm. And it's still, it's just so mesmerizing because you know how big and beefy Braun Strowman is. And this motherfucker has to look up and get overpowered by this giant, literal giant in Omos. It's a visual that is just impressive, no matter how badly... Almost portrays a wrestler <laughs> has nothing to do with it. It's still just a stunning visual. That being said, three fourths of this match was almost squashing Braun Strowman, mm-hmm. like just beat the piss out of Braun Strowman. Yeah, it, he made he, Braun Strowman made almost look like he was almost actually a wrestler
1: today. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we l- l- what did what did I text you guys? I was like, I think we found out who can make a who can make almost look good. Like,
0: who thought it would be the other biggest guy on the fucking roster? Yeah, you would think it'd be somebody like an AJ Styles, tiny can throw around can basically have a match with himself to make almost okay. No, it was basically the immovable Braun Strowman, who's the other biggest guy on the roster to give him almost a good match.
1: Yeah. And they, they built almost to look like, you know, like a brick wall, literally they, yes. they, like the, the whole point of this, even, even though he doesn't come up with the W was to make him look like he's damn near on something like, like the, the Braun Strowman old, like it was mm-hmm. that type of build, um, so, in Strowman did a great job selling. He tried to do the freight train, like come running in and almost yes, just stood there, that, like <laughs> stopped
0: like, dead in his tracks. That was beautiful.
1: Yeah, stuff like that, like that was great storytelling. Um, and it, this whole thing, it, it, this was the sleeper. I thought this was gonna suck. I had I just, zero I expectations, and I was yeah. actually fairly entertained through this one. Uh, I'm yeah. gonna give this a three two five as well. Like, it, mainly because my expectation level was yeah. nothing. Um and it it sold this was this, sad to say this pretty goddamn good match considering everything you know everything equal yeah this wasn't bad
0: I'm gonna agree three two five now I was worried is Braun Strowman really gonna be able to hit him with the power slam and when he went up I'm like oh shit oh, no because sure yeah that
1: looked really awkward
0: <laughs> it did but then he hit it and he landed I'm like oh damn that was big it yep. was good. I have no complaints at all with this, given the fact that almost is never going to be a great wrestler ever. No. And Braun Strowman has his limitations. So the fact that this was as good as it was, I, yeah, three two five, fine, agree, because the bar was so fucking low. I was expecting a clunker. I was expecting a pretty big embarrassment. I'm like this. This could this could rival the Shawn Michaels Triple H versus Kane and Undertaker for biggest fucking train wreck in Saudi Arabia. But <laughs> right. No. No, this this actually delivered. Uh, th- honestly, that that went as good as it possibly could have. I don't really think there was anything else that they could have done to make it better.
1: Right. Um. Then we have uh, up next to review. We got OC versus Judgment Day. Um, I I didn't get to catch every piece of this, but I didn't either. I, I wasn't impressed with what I did watch. Um, There was a couple of cool spots. I'm trying to remember who Uh, a couple of them were on the on the backs. uh, And then somebody was up on the ropes and they did all okay. all of them come okay. down at once. Yeah. And um, was
0: it, I think Priest had Anderson up and Gallows yep. had Dominic up and AJ and Finn did the superplex spot. At the yep. same time, everybody else was falling. So yeah, you had like, all six guys hitting the mat at the, all like, at once. It's an it's a neat visual. But it's, it's probably
1: better cool. for the crowd than it was for the actual match, because like that's I'm, the
0: type of shit you do at a house show. Yeah, because it's only for the crowd. If you do it during a live show broadcast, it looks preposterous because you could clearly see these guys are all coexisting and being cooperative and. It just takes you right out of it. Now, that being said, um, I really like the work of, of Anderson. I think mm-hmm. he's underrated, always has been. AJ is one of my favorites of all time. Finn works well with these guys because he knows these guys. Before he's with Priest and Mysterio, he was with Gallows and Anderson, and he knows AJ. So, like, that all flowed very, very well. My favorite part would have been the very Finn – I will say it, it was a nice tease because it looked like Balor was going to hit the, the coup de gras, And you could tell that he wasn't quite going to get it. That was nice. So when he finally did, because Rhea gets involved, she's brilliant. I love her. Yep. She was perfect here. And they, they timed it very, very well. And the coup de grace this time to AJ, spot on. This was one of the best I remember seeing in a long time. Yep, it was the good. way he stuck it and slid out, it looked like he hit him with every bit of force and weight of his body. It was perfect. But you could tell he did it in a safe enough way AJ was fine. This was That was a brilliant one. And, and it was the right finish, mostly because I called it against the odds. Thank you very nice. much. Uh, no, honestly, I, I didn't. Dominic Mysterio was obviously the i don't want to say the the hindrance he did what he needed to do but he was off a little bit gallows was also kind of an achilles heel because he's 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 big and he's a force but there were a couple spots where he really just wasn't on point but everybody else i think was it was on fire
1: yeah, they from what I watched, the first probably half was uh a, a good mix of all six of them jumping back and forth and, right. and but by the end of it, it turned into what it really is about. It turned into AJ Balor. Uh yeah. that's what the story is. That's all that mattered on there, and then Rhea getting involved. Um so like at le- at least it followed the the cadence that it should have. Um mm-hmm. so I wasn't disappointed with that. Uh the ending, though it you know, wasn't what I picked or what I thought was going to happen. Yeah, you're right. That spot at the end there, that was really good. Um, yeah, I, I, from what I watched of it, I, I, like, I, I don't know. I wasn't overjoyed with it, but I, sure. I I didn't think it sucked. It was no, it I don't didn't know. suck. I it's a multi man match. It's a solid three. It's it's a a solid three. Yeah. yeah, it's a train wreck match. Yeah, I give it a solid three, though. Maybe, it, yeah, I was going to say two. I'm going go right? to go, go three. I'm going to go three. I'll stick with three.
0: Because I, I, I think this is one of those instances where if you shook it up just a little bit and you gave me Priest and Balor versus uh, Anderson and AJ, like that, that would be a great tag team match. But with mm-hmm. the uh, without any outside interference or managers, like just those four guys in a tag team match, like that would be great. But with, with Urea Ripley, like you, you've got such a presence on the outside. She's so, I saw a clip of her the other day She's on the outside. She just been knocked down. And it was a fan's perspective with her camera phone. She reaches under the guardrail to some dude's shoes, hits the string, and untied this dude's shoes. Rolls back and got up. Yeah. It's just those subtle little things that you can't teach shit like that. You either get the psychology and you get those little things. It's just a silly little fucking prank to play on a fucking audience. But it's those little things. And she's having fun, and she's doing a lot of great stuff here. Like she's out of everybody in the group. I think as doing as little as she does, probably getting the most out of it.
1: Yeah. Oh yeah. The littlest things are going really far, and and everybody's everybody's got their eyes on her, whether she's in the match yes. or not, all the time. Yeah. Which which that's perfect. That's that's her role is the perfect role for her. And then when she does get back into matches later on, if there's a Charlotte feud or whoever it may be, like, yeah, yeah. It's going to be great when it finally does come around because the eyes have been on her for so long. She's done so much. Yeah. Yeah. This is going to be good. Um, next up, I actually really fucking enjoyed this one. This is great
0: to see much of this. And I kind of wish I would have, because this, I'm sure this was actually pretty good
1: um so it was uh, it started off a lot of that uh technical wrestling kind of early which you know whatever um uh, that's not always a bad uh a a bad thing um but uh going through here the the parts that i like the most this is gonna i don't know you may hate this you may love this so they started chanting for Sammy, even though he hadn't shown up anywhere in the night.
0: Yeah, he's not there. He, and then I don't stuttering. know if you saw
1: I don't know if you saw the clip from uh him when uh, they all kind of like started laughing and broke character on, yes, on that was beautiful. You're not feeling <laughs> very oozy. Yeah, the whole crowd started god, chanting Usi. The whole crowd started chanting Usi and Jay about lost his fucking mind. It was god. great. It was, he's like, it "Ain't no fucking Usi." <laughs> 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 it was. So I weird. I
0: loved everything about that. It's he's Sammy's so brilliant when you can let him. He he's good doing stupid WWE writing scripts. Yeah, he's good at that. He can even make that god awful writing sound good when you take that handcuff off and you let him kind of just say what he needs to say, you get gold, you get fucking gold. He broke both Jimmy and Jay and Roman in one fucking sentence. That was brilliant.
1: Yeah. Um, outside of that, uh, Holland did, uh, this really cool, uh, uh, Oh, he lifted, uh, Jay and Jimmy simultaneously, uh, and, really? and did a slam. That was pretty cool. Uh, he caught uh or Butch caught Jimmy mid-air in a triangle choke and then got a, a super kick from Jay. Like the timing of some Ooh. of this was actually pretty cool. Um some of them are good, uh would be worth going back and checking out. Okay. Um trying to think here if there's anything else. Uh it uh it was a top rope uh 1D for the pinfall for the Usos. Uh it, it, overall, I really did enjoy this. Like it was the technical wrestling was good, the story was good, the crowd was into it. You know, there was there was a good a good part of the match where you're like, Holy shit, are they gonna take the belts off him? Is Brutes actually gonna win? Like, they did a good job <laughs> trying to get you to believe it, even though we all know it's not gonna happen. There was right. that there's that little itty bitty grain he of sand in the back of your mind
0: belief a little yeah. bit even though you know better that, that yep. they're doing their job
1: and and actually the announcers did a good job trying to push that through too like overall i thought all the way around this was this was fun this is a good one to go back and rewatch. i'm an uh, easy 3.5 for me this was nice. this was a really fun one
0: Okay, fair enough. Uh, if anybody has any comments they want to throw at us, let us know. Drop them down. Yeah, maybe I will have to go back and watch that one. I caught the very tail end of it. I saw him with the belts, so I, I knew they won. That was it.
1: Yeah, back you didn't even to the, have to yeah. see him with the belts, and you know they won. Oh, well, yeah. Uh.
0: I mean, there was zero chance of him dropping. So, yeah,
1: zero. Uh, next up, we'll talk. We had Drew McIntyre.
0: I caught the uh. second half of it. It's now this, uh, this was already going when I jumped in, like I said, so I didn't get to see the the entrances. Did anything happen in, in, on the intros or the entrances at no. the beginning that I need to know
1: about? No, nothing. Nothing that I remember seeing. It was pretty basic. He come out with a sword like always, and okay. um, oh, what's her name at ringside? You know, screaming and yelling, and yeah, okay. it was. Yeah, it was. It was pretty bland.
0: I was. I, I did like the way that. No. I guess.
1: I guess the one thing is when the cage came down. Um uh it was drew came over instead of the ref and he's the one that closed the cage door like like it was very purposeful like i got you in here now before they locked it which i like didn't it it didn't play out with the rest of the match but whatever
0: (laughs) so yeah what i did see didn't look like it was carrying cross like trying to get away he's trapped it didn't feel like that. You're, no. I, I can understand what you mean by that. So
1: yeah, because K- Carrying Cross was actually on the offensive through a good chunk of this match.
0: Okay, I wondered because yeah, when I came in, he was on top. So now I did like the finish of this. Uh, it was I didn't love the way they did Scarlet up on the on the apron, shaking the cage. How stupid are you, Drew? Why are you getting distracted? You know what she's doing. Mm-hmm. I, mean, I, I feel like they could have done something a little different. She could have at least had enough reach to reach in and grab an ankle or something, just rattling it. Now I like the spot, but I didn't love the way they went about it. Yep. So he eats, you know, he, he fucks up, he gets eaten. Now, when he tries to get out of the cage, she hits him with the fucking pepper spray again, hits the rep yep. on the outside with the pepper spray. Uh, he <laughs> falls back, he gets doubles over in pain. He's just, oh God. And then Carrie Cross is crawling out, Smiling, and then Drew completely recovers from being mazed.
1: Yeah, just like that. It was fine, you know. um
0: <laughs> Yeah, I'm like it shouldn't have been mace. It, it, it all you got to do in this instance, all you have to do. He's about to get out. She comes over. She slams the door. The door hits him in the head. He falls back. That yep. you can recover from.
1: Yep, didn't have to do the the, the mace no, thing.
0: But... Did not have to do the mace here. <clears throat> they did though. Whatever. So she locks the door. Takes the key. You mm-hmm. can't get out. So now he's like, well, fuck it. I'm going to climb out. Oh, well, shit. Now he's going to get out. Now i got to unlock the door. <laughs> so she unlocks the door. Uh, Drew jumps off the side. His feet hit before Carrion can dive out and hit the floor. So Drew picks up the W. This isn't a strong win for Drew. Now they've traded wins. This is WWE. So this is what they do. It's 50-50 booking. Obviously, there's going to be a third match. So, that being said, I I think it's a pretty safe and predictable prediction to say, Karrion Cross is going to get the W in the end of this thing, just given how big of a non-win this was. Yeah, Drew got the win tonight,
1: but well, he kind of well, had to get a win on a pay per view. This is his first yeah. one in five.
0: Oh God, that's so sad. Yeah, that is so sad. And, and <laughs> that's the really one thing I don't like about escaping the cage.
1: Well, I, I, okay,
0: because it, it doesn't even feel like a win. The whole point of the cage,
1: wins. the whole point of the cage, is to keep fucking Scarlet away, right? And to keep her from being part of it. And it didn't matter because Drew's too stupid. His character just was like, "Oh no, yeah, Scarlet's made him into out there!" A bubbling idiot. Yeah, yeah. So it doesn't help his character at all. um yeah. Both of them hit their signature moves in this match. And of all the times, like this whole point was like to escape the cage, but they're trying to do pinfalls throughout this or, match. But when they hit their signature moves, neither, neither one of them tried to fucking pin the other guy. Like th- there were so many things in this that I just like, yeah. I'm like, God damn it. What 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 is this?
0: Yeah, um, I've never really appreciated the escape the cage, because all you have to do is ask the ref to open the door.
1: And so then get the out is
0: the point of it or climb yeah. over. Yeah. So if you're trying to lock people in so they can't get away from each other. But
1: all you have to do is ask it to get open.
0: I just just asked for it to open, you get out. So it's it's just stupid. Just be like, it I want to go get be. a.
1: <laughs> it might as well just be like, hey ref, can you just pull a chair out from under the under the yeah. ring for me? Like I don't <laughs> want to go do table. it. Yeah. Can you set up a couple? Yeah. Might as well at this point.
0: So I, I get why they did the finish they did, but it made Drew look so fucking weak in victory. That yeah. if you go back and you do the cage match the first time and have Carry and Cross win that way. It makes sense for the heel to win that way. Yep. It doesn't make sense for the baby face, who's supposed to be the one that the other guy's afraid of, to win by narrowly escaping the other one. It just doesn't make you look strong. So while I do appreciate Drew getting a win because he deserves it, uh, I'm going to give this 275.
1: Uh, I go two and a half. I was, I was really disappointed. It, I didn't even think it was that entertaining. I like, there were some big hits and big slams. There was some fun stuff there. Uh, the, the oh God, uh, I'm pretty sure, uh, uh, drew had the superplex off, off the, uh, uh off the goddamn corner. That was cool. Yeah, but was, like there was some good spots, but like overall for everything we just said, all of that's yeah. erased and negated because now next time they fight, I'm going to think of this. Yeah, exactly. How, how dumb this whole thing was. Yep. Basically. Uh watched. next up, we got uh Bianca <sighs> versus
0: Bailey. Last woman standing. So I, I missed this. a good chunk of it, thankfully from the sounds of it. Uh I I got to watch the entire fight up the ramp and the the box on the ramp.
1: That was, <laughs> that was actually kind of funny it
0: was funny it wasn't good it, was it wasn't good but i was like for oh all the God. wrong reasons like, when we're
1: doing this like you should at least latch the fucking box if you're gonna throw her in there and expect yeah. her not to get out like they <laughs> they did the same they did another spot with that to where uh bailey had bianca and it actually kind of looked cool they took the steel steps and bianca got trapped behind him and she like slammed him up against the ring so it looked like it hit her um so yeah. that was kind of a cool spot and then she fell under the stairs and so that's when Bailey went and grabbed the ladder and put it over the top. Like, maybe yeah. that's going to trap her and keep her in. And that didn't work. And she got out of that, like, two different times. Um, I don't know. There there were some some okay spots on here. But I thought, overall, like, what they're doing... One, I, like, I get it. Uh, Bianca's a world beater. She's the, the strongest woman that we've ever seen as champion. Like, uh, we've seen her completely destroy... Uh, all all the girls uh, on the what was it, the last pay per view? She took the whole goddamn team out. Now we're supposed to expect that you know uh, through this special rules that like th- that was the whole point of doing the rule thing. And so you you go okay, Bailey has a chance now. Bailey could win by cheating and, and doing something crazy. Um, but you there was never a moment in this match I really believed Bailey was gonna win. Uh,
0: yeah, that's just it. There's no. <sighs> Yeah, there, it doesn't feel like there's any risk here of Bianca losing. You're right, hundred. Well,
1: not only that, even the storytelling of it, how the match went, like they they push Bianca to look so strong. Like I get it, but you want to see your hero down. You want to see your hero, like oh no, like it, it's not gonna happen. And they tried so hard, but like Bailey grabs a ladder, she grabs a kendo stick, she gets a chair, she gets a fucking table, and just like classic Bailey fucking fashion. She gets beat up with all of the shit that she gets yeah. out. Like, it's like it just fucking Bianca looks so over on this one. And I I'm like, God damn they, it. They like, it's them. not even fun. It's not it's not competitive. It, it just doesn't feel like there's why are we even doing this? Like Blair's just so strong. She can just throw everybody off of everything, Like
0: which bothers <laughs> me because they're booking her to be the strongest of the female division. Right. Not not mm-hmm. the. Not the most nasty or powerful, just, just so strong. But they're also ignoring that in favor of having her matches play out like she's the smartest wrestler. Right. Because, like, this reminds me a lot of, like, uh, if anybody ever saw Christian booked in TNA, he wasn't the most physically imposing, but he had such a cool charisma about him, and he could outsmart every opponent just By doing something wacky that you didn't see coming. Yep. And that's kind of how they book Bianca. She outsmarts them, even though she's supposed to be the one overpowering everybody. So it's kind of a double-edged sword, and it's like one negates the other.
1: Well, and they make Bailey look so they make Bailey's character look so dumb when they do it this like this much. It was a bit much. Like the bad guy's always kind of supposed to be a little dumb sometimes, unless their character's over, you know, too too witty. But this was like Bailey's dumb. She's not very strong. She sucks at everything. She like it was just like it made Bailey look oh so bad. So bad. So they called back
0: the the you might as well fucking
1: put her up against Goldberg tonight. I mean
0: so they, they call back to the 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 last match, the ladder match which didn't need to be reminded nope. to anybody. That was and terrible the finish too. is Bailey gets put in the ladder. She gets sandwiched in the ladder, Bianca closes it down on her and then slides the ladder under the ring ropes. Yep. So she can't get up, it's last woman standing. So she can't she's trapped, she can't get up, she can't beat the count. She loses. I liked it except it she didn't push her far enough under and it was crystal clear that she could have gotten out at any fucking time so here's my thing you've had two matches between these gals the latter match last time and now the last woman standing match why the fuck have they done two bad stipulation matches with two women who didn't have enough chemistry to pull the stipulation off when you didn't even do a standard match
1: And now now if you book a standard match, there is no way I'm ever going to believe that Bailey stands a chance.
0: Exactly. Exactly. So they built the match that they should have done last and did it first. Then they did the the follow-up in the middle. And now if they have a trilogy, it's going to be a standard match and it's going to feel like, Oh, that's disappointing. But here's the thing. If they just do a standard match to end this, that'll be the best one. Hands down. Probably just, let them wrestle because they're both actually very good wrestlers instead we've got to incorporate a bunch of fucking hardware and stipulations and do a bunch of wacky spots uh scooby-doo style to get the wins and the finishes i i don't love that uh anybody watching you want to drop in a comment if you agree if you don't agree feel free to but i i didn't <laughs> love this match this has been largely disappointing bianca and bailey because i I, ex- I had higher expectations i really did it is yep. what it is and mm. i really wouldn't feel cheated if they didn't have the third match at this point
1: yeah i'm, I'm okay with moving on I, at this i'm point. gonna give this uh, and a half yeah it, some of the biggest disappointing things i i don't know if you saw the spot where they had a golf cart um like yes. bailey comes out with a golf cart and the fucking thing was so slow like it was so bad <laughs> it's like it, good it was not good at all um and then um, the other one was Nikki Cross comes out um, when Damage Control. She helped Damage Control win, right? Yeah. So why wouldn't Nikki Cross make an appearance in this one? Yeah. Like and make it more compelling. Even if Bailey still loses, at least something else to like make this more compelling. Nope, nothing. Like so, what, what, what was the point? Like exactly. Why, why would Nikki Cross try to help somebody win tag team champions? Like what the fuck? Wait, like you would think that needs to go towards women's yes. championship. <laughs> like I don't, to, to me, that I didn't agree. make a lot of sense. Um, I thought it would have been more compelling because then you could have had a three way uh, if she accidentally screws Bailey out of it right away, right when she comes back. And then all sure. of a sudden she's into the scene like you, you could have done so much. Uh, story you kind of almost
0: have to incorporate somebody else into yeah. the thing now because they've they've done a ladder and a last person standing. So they, where do you go from here?
1: Yeah, they kind of screwed the pooch on both. So, yeah, they I, almost I,
0: need to incorporate somebody else to make it better.
1: Yeah, I give it two and a half stars. Throw this yeah, away. I'm done with it. We don't need any more of this.
0: Tantui Ten Man chimes in, and says uh, Bianca and Bailey doesn't work like AJ and Kevin Owens. On paper, it should be beautiful. Yeah, exactly. Because when they first announced this feud, I'm like, shit. Yeah, Bailey's Bailey's great. Love Bailey, and Bianca's good. Yeah, this is this is gonna be awesome. I'm gonna like this feud. No, they've they just they went full bore before allowing these two gals to get a real chemistry. And yep. if you do that, you just, you're just you setting them up for failure. And that's what they've done twice now. So I I think it's time to move on from this feud. I think it's time to let both of them do something else, or at least start interjecting other people, because what they're doing ain't working.
1: Yep, I agree. And then we get to a surprisingly really fucking good main event. Uh Roman Reigns, Logan Paul, which, again, I had zero expectations for. Like, I thought it, would, I knew it was going to be entertaining because um, both of these guys are stars and they, they know how to work a crowd. But I was like, eh, let's see, uh, you know, does it work with these two? It does. It works fucking great with these
0: two. Mind I was really you. impressed. Mind you, this is Logan Paul's third match mm-hmm. ever. Yeah. Holy shit. I... <sighs> I didn't know what to expect. I, I thought maybe they'd give him like five, six minutes. They'd for five, six minutes maybe. Logan Paul comes out and gets a just a out of nowhere shock, big shot on Roman, right? And he almost eats the pin. That lucky shot almost worked, but then it didn't. And then Roman just kind of has to. Sober back up from getting his bell rung a little bit, and then he dominates and wins. I kind of expected that to keep Logan Paul not looking, you know, too green. Instead, what we got was fucking brilliant. This was, this was outstanding. Logan Paul (laughs) in his third match ever, you cannot teach size. This guy's got size. You cannot teach charisma. This guy's got charisma and you cannot teach you could try but unless you just have it you're probably not going to get it and that's in-ring psychology and logan paul has in-ring psychology he knows how to appeal Mm -hmm. to a crowd and he understands when to sell how much to sell when to make a comeback how to make the comeback happen and how to play to a crowd now granted i will say there are some spots in this match went a little bit off the rails in terms of doing too much, but they did it in the right way that I didn't hate it. So they they have some early back and forth, amateur stuff, you know, to establish that these guys are fairly rather eh, about the same size. Roman's just so much more experienced. Hello, Tyler. But Roman always had the upper hand because he's more experienced and he's a little bit bigger, but Logan's hanging with him. I like that. So the way they, they were going back and forth, anytime Logan would get the upper hand and Paul Heyman's on the outside, just like, oh, he, he's doing brilliant. His facial oh, yeah. work, his presence. It's just, it's all perfect. What what was the big spot in the move, in, in the middle where they, they started going? I'm drawing a blank now.
1: Was that when uh, Logan did that, like somersault over the ropes and then hit that big clothesline?
0: Yeah, he did the fucking hangman page uh, yeah. over the top rope lariat. Better than Adam Page, fight me. It looked Holy good. Holy shit. That was great. And every time he'd get a pinfall on Roman, it was a two seven five count. Mm-hmm. It wasn't no two kick out, two it, and a half. Again, this seven, was five. one of
1: those matches where you're like, Holy shit, are they gonna do it? Like and even even they kept saying that it was only for the Universal Championship. Like they wouldn't say that it was for both belts. And I was like, Holy mm-hmm. shit. And so I planted that seed of doubt in my mind going, oh my God, what if they
0: actually fucking did it?
1: What if they actually fucking did it? And there was like two times where you're like, holy shit, they're going to do it, aren't they? They're yeah. going to fucking do it.
0: It was it was great. And then when uh, when they finally did, you knew it was going to happen. They get on the outside. Uh, you've got the Usos. Did the Usos show up before or after the table spot?
1: Um, You know, I, I think it was after.
0: Okay, so... Or no, Logan no, no, ball. it was
1: right before the table spot because that's what led, uh, or no, it was, the table spot happened right before the Usos came out because that's why the Usos came out.
0: Okay, yeah, so they they get Roman, he, he lands, he, they're on the outside, Roman gets put on the announce table. This took a little while to get going, but I understand why they did it the way they did it. Oh, my God. This is amazing.
1: Yeah, I put her in timeout for spam.
0: <laughs> we we had such a great offer in the comments on YouTube. Yes. Thank you.
1: 18B6YZ. Uh, so, uh, <laughs> Drop the link uh, in the YouTube chat if you guys are interested.
0: So Logan clears off the announce desk, gets Roman on top of it, and he goes over to the crowd. And he's got his, his couple of buddies out there. He's got his drink, the, the hydration drink, Prime. Takes a big swig of that. Great marketing. Grabs his other buddy, buddy's cell phone. Climbs into the ring taking a selfie video. Climbs up to the top of the turnbuckle. This is amazing. This is the actual video from the phone. Gets up on the top turnbuckle with the phone in video mode and does the giant Stop This is what you wanted! Uh, I love it! holy shit Stop. and he nailed it
1: he did he, and he, nailed, he it. nailed it
0: that was he great he nailed a great frog splash from the turn, top turnbuckle to the outside through the announce desk holding the cell phone mind you so he didn't have any protection on that side either so that was a ballsy move and he nailed it it looked great and yeah, that's when the cell phone got lost, and the guy on the in the ring's like, "Hey, grab my phone." And the Usos show up. They pull the two guys out of the crowd, beat the shit out of them, and that's when fucking Jake
1: Paul's music hits. Jake, which Paul. I didn't know Jake Paul had music, so I was like,
0: "Apparently now he does."
1: Yeah, he comes. Well, it out was great because the music hits, and everybody's like, "What the hell? Who's coming out?" Nobody recognized it, but it just said really big on the wall, "Jake Paul." So everybody's like, "Oh, okay, it's Jake Paul coming." <laughs> like, this
0: is yeah. So, so you get. You get Jake Paul comes out, gets in the ring, knocks both the Usos in the fucking chin, and they fall to the outside. That's when uh, Sola Sokoa starts coming down. And he's about to recab it on Jake Paul, but they separate them. Now the Usos are back, and he's trapped between Sola Sokoa, the people holding him back, and the Usos. But out of nowhere, Logan Paul Hits the ropes, bounces off, flies over the top, takes them both the fuck out. Beautiful spot, great area. He's got such good hang time, and he, he stuck yeah. the landing just so well. That's what this guy works a match like it's his 300th match, not his third. He just yeah. gets it. Uh, Tantui 10 Man says, Granted, even Phil Chicken and Tony would look great would look like great wrestlers if they all had <laughs> Roman Reigns and the Miz to work within the three matches. But I think Logan had more potential has more potential than Correct. anyone. But remember, John Jones had the potential to be the best MMA fighter ever, but his personal demons took him out of contention. Mm, yeah, uh, a little let's bit. see what we're saying in two years, but Logan has infinite potential and Jake Paul and Logan Paul b- Bizarre vark. <laughs> <are you>? Yeah. <laughs> wow. I, but that's the thing. You, you see Logan and Jake together. And Jake's telling him, finish this, finish this. Like, at that moment, I'm like, holy shit. If Jake can work half as good a match as Logan, fuck me. Put the belts, put the fucking tag team belts on these guys yeah, and ride fun. it. Dude, yeah. fucking ride it. <laughs> it'd
1: be fun, and that Jake frog splash that he had too. Yes,
0: it was amazing. Jesus, he got some
1: hang time on that thing.
0: Yeah, it looks so good. He hits that, it, it doesn't get the three count and then what how did he you get like
1: distracted? a 2.96 count yeah
0: what was the distraction that that cost him at the end because he gets back in the ring uh roman it? With the, the superman was it solo it's solo yeah superman, i think you it's the superman hits the spear one two three roman does retain after just a, a, a thrill fest like it did break down a little bit it it didn't have, they weren't adhering to the fucking rules, but whatever. Like this was, this wasn't a traditional match in that sense. Anyway, you you knew it was going to be more of an attraction. So <coughs> yep. The fact that it was as good of a match as it was speaks volumes.
1: Mm-hmm. Yep. I totally agree. Um, I'm going to give this one three and a half. Actually, no, three, seven, five. I think it's match of the night. This is, this is definitely my favorite match of the night. It deserves the extra 0. .25, I think.
0: I'm going to give it... not fucking. I'm giving it four. Nice. I'm giving it the full four. I, I loved it. I didn't know that he was going to be able to do what he did and do it as well as he did. I knew he was good. This confirmed it. Logan Paul is fucking...
1: Yeah, yeah i want to see more now yeah i'm not i'm not gonna doubt it it's like when i was like oh my god this is gonna happen uh this is gonna suck no yeah, yeah i want to see more i want to see what he does next i want to see who he's up against next like yeah
0: tantui ten man hot take logan paul versus montez ford a main event wrestlemania for dude fuck, i'm in those guys cool. would actually that'd be really cool well stylistically and size wise it would be perfect i would yeah. love that'd be cool that. so yeah this uh this event did not suck. And that's kind of been the theme. Like, there was a, they had a speed bump there with a few events. But overall, this year, WWE put on pretty, pretty solid quality events, you know, top to bottom. With a few exceptions, you, you're getting your money's worth. Mm-hmm. And it's not like it costs 50 bucks a month to get, uh, you know, 14 matches. And, you know, <laughs> like one or two of them are good, like some companies do.
1: Yeah, and they're not going for six hours.
0: Yeah. Weird. Weird. You don't have to do that and give it I don't need to watch away.
1: eighteen matches. Yeah.
0: Hmm. Wonder <laughs> wonder who would do that. I thought
1: eight was quite a bit, but when I saw two of them, uh, you know, the the Bobby, uh Bobby yeah. and then Omo Strowman, I was like, Oh, those are gonna be quick ones. So like it's kinda like it's kind of like six and
0: a half matches
1: because those other two were just short, big, beefy run through each other type ones. Sure. Yeah. And-
0: and if you shore up all the in, 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 the stuff in between the matches, yeah, like this would have this would have breezed by. Oh yeah, and this was good. This was really good. I I, I can't I can't say that I hated this event at all. I, I enjoyed no, pretty much everything it about good. it. Honestly, God, this is this was one of the better uh, overseas events. This this might be one of the better crown jewels ever. Ever top to yeah. bottom. Any any of them better. that I've
1: watched, this is probably my favorite crown jewel. Yeah. I,
0: I think I would agree that main event was just so fucking good. Mm-hmm. And it's not like we expected this to be like an ongoing feud. We knew this was going to be a one and done. I doubt that they're going to go anywhere from here unless they try to do Jake and Logan versus the Usos, which if they do it, that'd I be fun with the belts on the Paul brothers fucking do it.
1: And it looked like they wanted to do uh, uh, Jake and uh, Solo. Like Solo came out wanting, sure. wanting Jake. That would That's fun. That'd be cool. Let's do that. Yeah. I'm all for it. That'd be that really cool. Sense. Maybe you could have some fun. Didn't Sammy have something to do with uh, Logan in the past? Like you could still yeah, have that going I like on. It.
0: Like, yeah. That's... I find it so fucking perplexing and sad that there are so many wrestlers that are either severely undersized. Or just want to do all the glorified high spots, and it's just a million miles an hour, and the matches don't make sense, and they're doing fucking constant Canadian destroyers and backflips, and there's no fucking psychology, yet you've got the likes of Logan Paul, Pat McAfee, Mm -hmm. fucking Bad Bunny, and Ronda Rousey, and they come in from doing sports, a completely different fucking sport, or music, and they come in... And they understand wrestling psychology better than most of the wrestlers on the roster. And why is that? That's because they were fans and they used to watch it at its peak when it was still about the psychology of the match and the wrestling, not the entertainment and the high spots. So they're coming in with a more classic mindset in terms of how they think wrestling is. So when they come in and they train and they actually go out and have a match, they're doing it in a way that the match is actually supposed to make sense. Yep. That's why a Logan Paul can come in and do this. Meanwhile, in you know other companies, uh, your top guys just do uh, a million super kicks and a bunch of backflips, and you know everybody cries and whines and tries to get their way, and then you know politics backstage, and we should well, have, have a have press a conference meltdown. about this. Yeah, yeah, they should have a press conference about this. But I digress. I'm just saying. I think it's really sad that people from completely outside of the world of wrestling have a better understanding fundamentally and psychologically what wrestling is supposed to be than most of the wrestlers.
1: Yep. Can't agree more. Well um, said, sir.
0: I, I hope that people see that for what it is and go, Oh shit, maybe we need to change things around because when the most popular wrestlers, breath. when most popular wrestlers and the best wrestlers in the, in the world right now are either ex. Athletes from other sports, or fucking just personality entertainers, or the rare few like an FTR or an MJF, and they're getting the biggest pops because they're actually having wrestling matches. Shouldn't yep. that be very indicative that uh, us maybe things need to change? Yeah, for sure. But my, I've ranted enough. I mean, it's not like I'm the champ or anything. I shouldn't just yeah. go off on tangents like that. <laughs> oh wait, I am 14 time champ, baby. I'm never letting it go
1: uh tony with the cm punk promo you're just i know i am missing missing the muff lessons
0: damn it you know i did have a cinnamon roll for runza all
1: right (laughs) is it is it that time t
0: it is that time um but before we go we should probably make mention we do have coming up very very soon saturday november nineteenth, aew full gear live on pay-per-view baby mm. uh, i don't know if this is going to be a fucking 14 match marathon card again it probably fucking will be but uh yeah we will be back we'll be ready we'll be rolling for AEW full gear november 19th so make sure that you are liked shared and subscribed to the revolutionary wrestling podcast and any of the big buck and empire uh, offerings at link tree slash big bucket. you see the the ticker down there, scrolling below, linktree slash big buck, and that'll take you to all of our links and all of our programming. And you will get to see coming up this Tuesday for midterm election coverage. Big Buck and Empire presents midterm election special. So be here for that. And of course, on Thursdays, this man and I typically, hopefully, we're gonna have a, a fun one coming up, a pre-record possibly about some some fun stuff with the Dog and Chicken Show. So don't miss any of that yeah
1: got some x-file shit coming your way appreciate y'all tuning in uh this was great uh hopefully phil will be around for aw uh when we uh yeah get into full gear and uh yeah we can have some fun talking some trash again on here uh but until then folks thank you for joining us thank you for tuning in appreciate you as always love you coming for 14 that times, yeah, baby